Hello and welcome to another episode of the FOMOcast. I'm Chris, here with Tim. Say hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. We are coming at you with so much stuff. We're going to go rapid fire because I'm exhausted. Tim's exhausted. We've been so busy. The season's wrapping up, for me at least. Tim's got about a month left, but uh, we are going to start off with the Writers Guild of America have ratified the three-year deal with studios um, and it is kind of a, um, uh, it's a good sign. And I guess that a lot of the people are hoping that they're going to get like better results for the Screen Actors Guild. So we're going to see what happens. Uh, it was quite crazy to me. Did you notice that like legitimately right after they announced the ratification, all I've seen is trailer after trailer after trailer after trailer and just shows like crazy. Like, it's literally, nothing's getting pushed, but all these movies and TV shows. Well, now they could, all the actors can talk about it. No, they can't. The writers can. Or the, the writers I mean, yeah, whatever. I mean, they could start talking about it again. So, you can start I, pushing all of that because, I mean, the longer it waits, the, you know, less money they're going to get or everyone's going to get. I mean, they've even been saying that they're talking about, um, like, there's been a pu- couple of writers that are like, oh, hey, um, we're going to, like, we're I'm writing a script for this. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I think it was Dave Filoni or someone talked about writing a script for Ahsoka, Ahsoka Season 2. Like, you know, obviously, I'll take that with a grain of salt because, I mean, it, it could not happen. It could happen. Who knows? But... What I will say is that it's just like, I don't know. It is shocking to me how fast it moved because everybody was like, oh, all these studios are not being cooperative, which is not true. I do know that there's a couple of them that have been very cooperative. It's just, you know, this, the situation is not ideal. Now, if they do get something with the Screen Actors Guild, I think it's going to push things through. And I do know some studios have been getting permissions outside of stuff. So like um, AMC got permission through the Screen Actors Guild to keep filming The Walking Dead and stuff like that. But I don't know what's going to go for. But it's a good sign that the writers have ratified it. But like people have said, they are going to show solidarity with the writer, the actors. So who knows if they're even going to start writing again. The late night shows have come back. and. Um, Jimmy Fallon, even after everything came out that was like, he's a horrible person and everything, he just ignored it. So everything's back to normal. Um, Next we have, after three days of streaming, Loki season two is the second most viewed premiere on Disney Plus, only behind the Mandalorian season three premiere. Now, Tim does not watch uh, the Marvel shows. And um, this, I, I literally, Connor from ConCon's Cantina can agree with me. I was literally like, I don't know. I don't know about this. I don't know if I'm going to like it. The trailers haven't shown anything that I want to see. So I was kind of skeptical. And when I tell you the first 10 minutes of the episode, all my, all my fears went away. Uh, Mr. Stranger would agree. I don't, we, we, we didn't talk about it when we played the other night, but... Um, I was going to talk to him about how I had certain fears and they got taken away. Amazing uh, trailer or a uh, show. Trailers have things we haven't seen yet that don't make sense. So I don't know if it was a misdirect or whatnot, but the show is fan- fantastic. And that Kihu Kwan, um, who played Short Round from Indiana Jones, his character is phenomenal. So I'm excited for it, and I can't wait to see um, what comes next from the show. I can't wait till tomorrow. I'm um, su- I'm surprised that, and I didn't know. I know there was obviously hype going into that um, Loki or whatnot, but I didn't know it was going to kind of be that big. And maybe it's me just not knowing Loki. I know Mandalorian was going to be big, um, but you know, good for good for Loki. Well, I think, so if you don't know, um, basically, like, Loki, everything Thor-related is just big. You know what I mean? Right. It's just huge. But, I mean, 
the thing for me is I've been watching I've been watching this so long, like all the Marvel stuff. Um, there's another thing that's gonna come up later on that's insane that happened um with Marvel. Is it not on there? I don't know. It is not. So I'll mention it now then. Um everyone that was on writing and producing for the new Daredevil series has been fired and they're starting over. So um yeah. Uh I I don't even know what they're it's insane. They literally are changing everything and apparently what the rumor is is that Kevin uh, uh Feige saw the first couple of episodes and was like no thank you. And now they're starting over from scratch. So that's insane. Right. Um but yeah. Another thing that we heard that was insane is that Warner Brothers reportedly is at risk of being bought by Universal. Now, what shocked me about this was that they Warner Brothers went through all these changes, and now everything makes a lot more sense. If they're at risk of getting bought by Universal, them canceling stuff, them removing content, them merging everything into the Max app, makes a hundred times more sense because if you have all that content in one location merging with universal is the best thing they could do especially because you know universal still has rights like the hulk and things like that and they could do a lot of things with it probably with marvel's permission so i mean we'll see soon what's going to happen i don't know if it's actually going to come to fruition but it's being buzzed about on multiple sites right uh, I didn't even know about this, but uh, The Princess and the Frog is getting a sequel uh, series, uh, and it landed its writer and director for Disney+. Plus. No idea. Uh, I have a very strong feeling they're going to want it to come out right about the time they reopen the ride. So, um, And I'm not going to lie. I never watched it when it first came out. And I was trying to get my son to stop watching Moana a while back. When he was like two years old, three years old, he loved Moana. It was all he wanted to do was watch Moana over and over and over again. Tim knows the feeling. There's one thing the kid wants to watch over and over again. Um, right now, Tim's going to love this. It's Chip and Joanna Gaines from Fixer Upper for my son, who is five. <laughs> he literally asked on the way home tonight, can I watch Chip and Joanna? And I'm like, yeah, you can. It's all right. But um, I watched The Princess and the Frog as much as I could with him. It's a fantastic movie. I was surprised at how much I liked it. It's very fast-paced and fun. I like it. So I'm going to watch the series for sure because the animation is going to be even better for it. Right. This one, okay, everyone makes fun of me. I like the McRib. It's just chick. It's it's, por- it's pork, I think. It's pressed yeah. It's pressed pork into the shape of a, of a rib, and it oh. has barbecue sauce on it. That's all it it's- is deliciousness in a sandwich yeah and uh, despite its farewell tour last year mcdonald's announced the return once again of the fabled mcrib there is an app that tells you where you can get the mcrib at and i think the reason why they did the farewell tour last year was because pork was almost impossible to get last year um like i remember bacon and everything was crazy oh yeah everything yeah everything was was expensive so i mean we'll see i'm excited but i don't know uh, it's going to come back on November 15th of next month. So I will be getting one, even though I'm on a diet. Uh, next we have with Sony pictures core, certain PlayStation plus subscribers will gain access to a curated catalog of ad free movies. They can watch on their PS4 and PlayStation five. This is a huge thing because, um, so I used to have PlayStation plus that I kept paying for every year up until they just changed it. I was paying 20 bucks a year. I believe the only reason why I didn't pay for it again was because my cards expired. I haven't turned my PS4 on in three years and it kept charging me 20 bucks a year. Um, but this is huge because when you, you had to pay for PlayStation plus in order to play online. Correct. And, and same thing with Xbox. But when you paid with Xbox, you got perks, you got the free games um, you know, when you, if you got ultimate, you got a bunch of extra stuff. 
which we're going to talk about some stuff later on about it. But this right here gives you a an, like a bonus. Like if you have PlayStation Plus and you have this, it's kind of cool. They tried the the that little streaming service thing that didn't work at all. Yeah. So I think this is like a, a answer to that. Yeah. No. Ex- exactly. I mean, it's it's cool that they're that PlayStation is is doing it. We'll see. I mean, we'll see how it goes. I mean, they're the big thing for me is is just don't screw with it and don't ruin it. I'm a I'm always going to be a PlayStation person. But I'm not going to lie. I got an Xbox because all my friends had Xboxes and it was just that's, so much easier to do that. Yeah, that's and you know? and that's how it is is you know, um, you know, back in the day you had, you know, Xbox and PlayStation, you were either one or the other. And now it kind of seems like, you know, Sony was like the better one for a while there because they had Blu-ray, obviously Sony Blu-ray. You could only do Blu-ray on Sony products. So they had, yep. you know, that graphics were better. Um, and now you got Xbox, which you would think Xbox would be better because it's Microsoft. You're a computer company. You know, you should be just tearing up the competition um but now it seems like that xbox is because you can get the xbox game pass a lot of people are um you know going to x xbox or playstation people are switching over to xbox because um if you have a game that's not cross-platform you can't play it right you know i know i got a handful of buddies that play madden guess what? They're all Xbox. I'm like, Oh, let me see if I could do it. You know, I got Xbox game pass for PC. Doesn't work. Even though it's, it's, it's game, you know, even though it's game pass, mine's for PC. Theirs is for, you know, regular console. So it may be, um, Oh, it's not cross platform, but cross gen or whatnot, but Mm -hmm. not, um, cross platform on it. So it's like, I mean, there was a point there where I'm like, okay, can I just buy what is the cheapest, decent Xbox that I can buy? Right. Um, but then I'm like, okay, am I really going to buy one just to play Madden a couple times on it and then get yeah. mad because they're all better than me or whatever it is? I mean, it's cool if you had like a group of guys that would play all the time um, on it. But then again, it's like, okay, for me, got to get the Xbox then I'd have to put you it's online. So then I got to pay that. Then I got to get the game. Got to pay for that. Where it's like, eh, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm over it. It's not just that, but like, I mean, me and you were, I, I mean, up until probably what, until you got your PC, we mm-hmm. were hardcore PlayStation guys. Mm-hmm. And then, um, Connor from Concon's Cantina, I was trying to play Halo and I'm like, you know what? I'll get the setup set up for Halo because it it is easier to stream directly from an Xbox. It didn't PlayStation didn't have that until recently. Um, PlayStation doesn't have Discord chat where you could talk in Discord on the actual uh, thing. So I could play with them on PC just fine on Halo. Mm-hmm. Um, and then then they, then PlayStation lost the exclusivity to MLB the show. And that was yep. the only reason why I kept buying PlayStation was because I loved MLB the show. And I was like, so you're saying I could play it on Nintendo Switch. And then Xbox got a day and date release on uh, Game Pass. You didn't even have to pay it for it. You got it day and date. Yeah. And what or people, even, even if you know, not, you just wait a week and get it. Okay, I'll wait a week and get it. You know, even if they, do, you know, do that. Yeah, it's crazy, and that, and then you know, we'll get into it more. But I, am I'm, I'm hopeful this is going to help Sony out because I do like them. And Xbox has said multiple times that the Xbox is a money loss. They do not make money off of Xbox, and there's something coming up. I'm talking about in the gaming pile that is going to change that. I guarantee it's going to change that starting next year, and it's going to be a PlayStation damager, if not killer. So. Um, right. Well, and didn't they say that this is speaking of PlayStation? This is the last year that. Hold on, hold on, hold mm. on. I know you're okay. gonna talk about. I know you're talking about. We'll get in the gaming because I want to go into it deep because this is important. Okay. We're gonna finish entertainment first. I know what you're gonna say, and I'm I'm stoked for this. But uh, in the entertainment pile, though, we're gonna finish with this 
so we can go into deep because gaming we got a couple things that are super important and i know one of them tim's gonna have an opinion on but for next we got breaking bad creator vince gilligan isn't interested in seeing walt jr become a crime lord and thinks such a, a spinoff would be depressing as hell and the guy who actually played walt jr has said he won't come back so it is what it is um after closing all of its stores in 2018, Toys R Us is opening new locations that include stores at airports and cruise ships and part of its air, land, and sea expansion. It's insane. Um, apparently, they put one like in one of the biggest malls on the East Coast in like a Macy's, and then it expanded off of that. And whoever's doing it is, they're just trying to, um, they're trying to boost the, like the online presence. So I don't know what kind of deals they're going to work out because there's literally, aside from Amazon, Amazon still is barely holding on to the digital releases of video games. I don't know what you could put on there, you know what I mean, to, like, actually for Toys R Us to get, like, bonuses. So, right, you know, it is what it is. I'm going to take my kid there so I can experience it, but I can remember, here's the crazy part. They shut them down in 2018, and right after that, they closed down Babies R Us almost the same time. And I can remember buying we our, my son's crib was a display unit at Babies R Us, and they were walking Jeffrey around like it was like his, it was like a award video, like he was going to the gulag, like it was so <laughs> sad, like he didn't look happy. And I'm like Jeffrey, and I'm like, what's Jeffrey doing here? And that's so sad, but I'm glad he's back. Um, so this one is kind of important. So I was logging into my Disney plus account and I saw that, uh, Connor said he canceled his and I'm like, hold on a second. I looked and sure enough, um, it's going up in price. So one thirty nine ninety nine starting this year, they told me with pride, Oh, well, you're still getting the discount. You're only paying for 10 months instead of 12. And I'm like, all right. They're always going to say that. It's double the price, though. Like, yep. you know, I get it. I think we only paid, what did we pay for three years? It was 140 for $149.99 for three years. So we got it at a steep discount the first three years. Last year was $79.99. And now it's saying that it's $139.99. Okay, what are they doing? There's no shows I want to watch. Loki's going to end before my renewal. So I'm like, do I keep going? What do I do? Well, now they're saying that Hulu content is going to be added to Disney Plus later this year, but without new key features. Now, my main thing is, is this plays into the idea that they're going to merge eventually. That, like Tim and I have said, we're going to be like, you know, other countries that get everything through Disney Plus. And I have a feeling the big sign of that, too, is... They're cracking down on the password sharing in Canada, which Canada is just like two steps behind America when it comes to Disney Plus. So they're testing it on that market before they bring it over here. Yep. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's and that's all what it is. You could go back and look at anything. They're going to do it in some select markets. And it's like, OK, well, it's just a matter of time. If they're, if they're starting to do it, well, watch out. Yeah, it's. um. Like, I just looked at it right now, um, and it looks like it had a big old thing um, where it was like, oh, hey, this is how much it's going to go up. It doesn't even tell me when you're going to – that's so weird. It doesn't even tell me when I'm going to be due for payment. I've never seen that before. I never logged on to actually see because it, it warned me. It says after 10, 12, and it says Disney Plus Basic is $7.99 a month. It doesn't even right. tell me. This is my current plan. That, But that is crazy, double the amount. So maybe, I mean, are, could they, do you think they could add enough to have you keep it? Like, are you, you're going to keep it, I know that. But we're going to keep it just because of, for the kid, you know, a lot of Disney kid shows on it. Um, unless, you know, we could find them elsewhere that are easily accessible and not having to, oh, go here, go there, you know, 
more than like five clicks away we're right now right disney app boom there you go um or disney plus app boom there you go um so it's it's convenient for that but who knows i don't know you know i mean we're gonna see i think the big thing too though is that there's so much more stuff they're adding to the disney library so you know i do like it um, I really love it. The sucky part too is so mine's coming due November 11th. It literally is right when the, all the Christmas stuff comes out, and I love the Disney Christmas stuff. So you know, I'll probably hold on to it, but you never know. I might make changes. I might decide to cancel it. I don't know. I'm I'm as of right now, I will stick with it, but. Um, or, and the other thing is, is, okay, you know, I'll stick with it. I'll pay for a year and I'll, you know, give it a year. Okay. At the end of the year, is it worth it? You know, does, you know, with the Hulu content that's going to come and everything like that, or is slated to come, you know, reassess again after years, like, okay, gave it a year. Now, is it worth it to do it again? Exactly. So I'm trying to figure out, did the wife start wine, watching The Nightmare Before Christmas? That's weird. Right. Um, now, next we have, which I don't know if this uh, this 4K release counts for Disney+. Plus. I don't know when it's coming to Disney+, Plus, but it, um, it, I don't know if it is, but it might. Uh, but Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny is coming to DVD, Blu-ray, 4K um, on December 5th, 2023. That was quick. It was really quick. Right. Like, shockingly quick. Right. I am optimistic that they're going to um, do it well. Uh, But, I mean, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, we'll see. I'm, I'm hopeful. But, I mean, I didn't. I heard the same complaints from everything that I saw, but I don't, I, you know, I don't know. I like Indiana Jones. I tried watching, you know, the old ones just to get in the mood, but I don't know. Right. Um, this one also was very quick. Was Expendables four gets digital release date of October thirteenth, which is two days from when we're recording. It's Friday the thirteenth. That's crazy. It just came out. Yeah, but I think now it's starting to, I'd say everyone's old, but they were old in the first one. And now I think it's, okay, you know what? Kind of over it now. Is that, that's my thoughts. Well, I haven't supported them ever since the Terry Crews stuff came out and somebody was trying to get him to shut up. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. But I mean, uh, as, as far as, I mean, even if you take that out of it and just look at the content or whatnot, I think you could only do so many sequels of a bang em up, shoot em up movie and have mm-hmm. different characters, um, nostalgic characters come back in it. You know, the first couple, all right, all oh, that's cool. Oh, I really want to see, you know, so and so. Okay. You know, third one, yeah, okay. And then all of a sudden, like a fourth one, it's like, all right, now it's, I'm surprised it just didn't go straight to VOD or something like that. Which I, it I almost should have. It almost should have. I mean, it's only been out for. I mean, when did it? When did it release? I, I thought it know. released in August or September. Um, what is it? Twenty twenty three. It's an hour and forty three minutes long. I could still get it September twenty second, twenty twenty three. Okay. Still so, in still in theaters. So literally, that was only like two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Um, yeah, pretty much. That's yeah, crazy. so it'll be less than a month that it's already. Jesus. Um, there you go. on a more positive note, we had Tony Shalhoub returns in Peacock's Mr. Monk's Last Case, a Monk movie on December 8th, 2023. I completely forgot about this. And I was like, oh, hey, that's uh, fun. So that's good to right. see. Yeah. Uh, this next one, though, this one's a little deceiving. So Jerry Seinfeld teases a continuation of hit TV sitcom. So he was at a speaking engagement. He was doing comedy and somebody asked him to talk about this finale. And he goes, well, I'm gonna tell you a little secret. Um, 
we might get more of that. That's all he said. It was very vague. But I guess he clarified that, you know, um, Larry David apparently is is working on, like, maybe a special to rectify how it ended somehow. I don't know, but we'll see. Um, we did get a, a first live-action trailer for uh, a, a Pokemon live-action series gets its first trailer. I didn't see that one at all. I didn't even know that there was even something going on, to be 100% honest. Oh, so but it looks appa- like apparently it, you got to catch them all. Well, no, it looks like it's it's called Pokesume. It is actually all about the classic Pokemon games that affects one of its players. Okay, so basically, it's a person who's a graduate, quits her job to head to Tokyo for a new star. However, she bites up more. She could chew, taking on presentation, her new company adventure that sees the fate of the company resting on her shoulders in her Pokemon red. So she basically sends her old game boy and tries to help her revisit the game to, okay. So it's, it's kind of based on the game, but it's more just kind of like based around the game. So that's kind of cool. It's probably not going to air over here because it looks like it's foreign. So good luck. Now, this one is insane. So I saw these trailers back after back. Like, it was crazy. So the first trailer I saw was the Kane movie trailer. Guess what Kane is about, Tim? Kane is about a guy who's a gangster who has multiple personalities. And he's, like, old school. Like, he's older. And he literally, as you watch it, the more well-to-do, clean-looking guy looks like he's more calm and then he has a bearded version that's more angry but they're two different people playing the same person it's insane um it, it's like it's a, it's a mob movie but like it's john wick next level it's it's insane um then we had the pain hustlers trailer which i really liked and basically it's about um i believe it's the same thing about painkillers as that one on hulu was and basically this chick's like, I don't, um, he's like, you don't have a high school diploma. And he's like, I dropped out to sell, I dropped out to sell something. And basically he's like, well, you better be good at selling it. It's Chris Evans and it looks phenomenal. Um, it's about selling pain pills and just the rise and the downfall of it. And it shows, you know, like people getting arrested, busted, all this kind of stuff. It looks really good. And then the last one is the killer. And this one has, I'm surprised. And here's the thing. No actors are able to promote anything, so why would you hear about it? And it's Michael Fassbender, and he plays basically an assassin who gets a hit put out on him, and it's basically him taking out the people trying to take him out. So it's pretty cool. Um, and then lastly, we have – I didn't even see this one. It's Rumble Through the Dark in theaters November 3rd and on digital demand November 10th. There you go. Oh, I'm sorry. I do remember it. Rumble Through the Dark is, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, I know his name, but I can't think of it right now. Um, everyone's calling him Kingslayer. It's not the Kingslayer. Um, Aaron Eckhart? Aaron Eckhart. There you go. So he plays like this older uh, dude. And he is a fighter. Like he literally, that's his thing is he fights for money. And basically it's about him saving up money for Bella Thorne, who I assume plays his daughter. And this lady, uh, basically he owes her money and he's like, you know, you're, you're no good to me dead. So basically she keeps making him fight, 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 fight. So it looks really good. Um, Bella Thorne looks crazy and she's got a big old neck tattoo and I couldn't even tell it was her, but I was like, okay, you know, looks good. I like Aaron Eckhart. And lastly on a regular pile is the Disney Lord kind of scores top 20 spot on Good Housekeeping's best new toys. Of course it is. It's Disney. It's going to do that. So Tickle Me Elmo did too. And my dad rushed to find my nephew or my cousin one and he was definitely afraid of it. My cousin, <laughs> my cousin. The boy that you know because it's your godmother's son. Right. The, fire, the firefighter was deathly afraid of Tickle Me Elmo. 
Well, I mean, I could, I could see that. I mean, that's one of those toys where you either love them or hate them. It's like the Furby. True. True. Yeah. So that's funny. Now we're going to gaming. Now, Tim, tell me what you were going to say about uh, the big announcement that came out that you think is going to change everything. Uh, well, I was just saying that with Sony is, you know, normally for Call of Duty, they have um, kind of exclusive or they get the beta a week earlier. Um, and, uh, you know, so you could play it or whatnot. And I think what this is the now with Activision being bought by Microsoft or Microsoft buying Activision, I guess I get it correct, um, that I think this is the last year or rumor. I don't know if it's rumor if it's true or whatnot but um or everyone's kind of like okay well now after this is the last one the next one is going to be done basically under microsoft because ftc and everything has now said it's good to go what was it last month so now the next one will be under microsoft's umbrella yep um so that this will be the last kind of sony um specialty well then, I guess you, I guess you didn't hear the news then. No. So the dude, I've, I've been too busy at work. I could barely hear anything. The Xbox head did basically hint that uh, you can expect Call of Duty to become come to Game Pass. It won't be immediate. It won't be day and date, but it'll be quickly out thereafter. Well, didn't they? Didn't they already say that um, when it kind of went through already? That no, it would they, be on Game Pass. They said that it wouldn't be exclusive. They wouldn't make it exclusive, is what they said. That's all they really said to begin with. Right. I guess, yeah, I guess it was kind of just assumptions. Like, okay, well, it's going to be on Game Pass because it can't can't not be on Game Pass. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see. But I, I thought that's what you were going to bring up. So, it's kind of big news. The other big news that came out was Ubisoft has delayed X, De- X Defiant indefinitely after a series of playtests revealed issues the developers wish to improve before launch. Ubisoft had originally hoped to launch the game in October. We actually missed the second launch. They did another beta after we played, and yeah. apparently everyone said it was great. And I, was I, thought, like, I thought the first one was fine. That's why I didn't play the second one. Same and here. I did, and at that time, um, I didn't, it didn't have time to play it either. True. Same here, but... Is what it is. Uh, R.I.P. It's probably dead now. So, um, right. so almost, almost like Splitgate. Splitgate was all the rage and then just vanished. So, uh, next Fortnite's Fortnite Mares update adds Michael Myers and Jack Skellington. And the best part was is that Michael Myers can do one of the emotes is playing the song on the piano and then he stabs a knife into the piano. And, or the keyboard, and he keeps playing it, and Jack Skeleton does the scary thing with his face. So that's pretty awesome. Uh, and then lastly in the gaming pile, the heavily rumored PlayStation 5 Slim has officially been confirmed by Sony and will arrive this holiday v- season, both versions, disc and disc lists. And for those that don't know, it was hinted at, especially when they discounted the systems for, I think it was almost a month they discounted them, a few months back. So that kind of hints that they're trying to get rid of some stock before they bring in this new slim version. So um, now into the parks, other amusement parks, uh, five nights at Freddy decor added to Cinemark theater at universal city walk, Orlando. Um, it's a great horror franchise. So it's obvious why they would have that there. And then, hey, photo- and, did you, and did you know that um, Matthew Lillard's in that? Yeah. Uh, I didn't, I didn't know that until I was listening to uh podcast and he's like he's like i can't talk about it because we're still on strike or whatnot and then so the co-host like i'll talk about it i just look at his um imdb right now and it's you know five nights at freddy yeah um uh, so if you watched it beforehand um that he was like a huge like like proponent of it he like he loved like he was i think he played the games or whatnot and so, like, he was super into it, so it makes sense. Right. Well, and his, well, shoot, and the reason why he's on the podcast is he was promoting his whiskey, and it's, like, Dungeons and Dragon-esque, where it, you have to buy 16 bottles. Well, there's 16 different 
16 different labels on it. I shouldn't say labels. We have to get 16 of them, and it tells a story throughout all of them, you know, all kind of Dungeons and Dragon and whatnot. So I'm like, huh, I didn't know that about him. And I forgot <laughs> the name of it, but it's like that gaming, not necessarily like Dungeons and Dragon type gaming um, right. on it. So it's cool. Yep. Uh, lastly, in the other amusement parks, photo validation, facial recognition scanners being tested at Universal Islands of Adventure, which I'm sure they already have those at Disneyland. They just don't talk about it. So, um, in the general Disney pile, uh, Catino Story Living by Disney Community First Home Builders announced. That's kind of cool. Um, right. I mean, there, there. That's that's huge for that home builder to get in there and get a contract. So I mean, wonder, if they do a good job, they're going to be there forever. I wonder what they uh, what they had to do there. So, um, so it'll be three companies: uh, Shea Homes, Davidson Communities, and Woodbridge Pacific Group. So there you go. There you First go. First phase: more than three hundred phone, three hundred homes, and a collection of neighborhood parks. So there you go. Awesome. Um. Next, we go to Disney World. Uh, parking price increase for Walt Disney World theme parks, as well as the annual pass price, has been increased at Walt Disney World. Um, and that one right there, uh, Connor from ConCon's Cantina has let his pass go. So it is what it is. But he did say, like, uh, that was his, that was like his breaking point was when. They started doing stuff to annual pass holders because annual pass holders do not make them money. So that's why they raised the prices for those that don't know. Um, and also prices are increased on, on nearly all food and beverages across Walt Disney World Resort. Makes sense. Um, this one is a crazy all day park hopping is returning to Walt Disney World. I wish they had that at Disneyland because for those that don't know, um, Annual pass holders can park off after it's 11.30, right, Tim, or 12? 11 o'clock. So what happens is usually... Well, and that's you, not pass, that's um, anybody that's got a park hopper pass. Park hopper. So what ends up usually happening is if you have a single day pass, that really doesn't affect you because you're staying in that one park. But usually what that means is if you're in Disneyland on, on Monday... California Adventure on Tuesday, I'm going to guarantee your morning's going to be fantastic in Disneyland because it's going to be dead. That afternoon's going to be packed. California Adventure, your morning's going to be packed and your afternoon's going to be empty because everyone stays in California Adventure because that's the trick is when you have a park hopper, you can start in California Adventure because it's almost always a reservation and then hop over to California to Disneyland. Same thing with the, over here. The big problem with the park hopper thing was that Connor said you had to check in at the resort that you were there for and then go all the way to the other one. You couldn't just walk in. So this might hopefully um, uh, fix that. Um, yeah. And it'll be uh, January 9th, 2024 is when it starts. Okay. Um, next, we have Walt Disney World is no longer offering pre-arrival magic bands for international guests, which that sucks, but you can get everything off of Amazon now, so do that. Uh we did get the Candlelight Processional for Epcot 2023 narrators announced. I don't care because I, I don't like it. It doesn't, not my thing, but it is what it is. Any, anyone notable you can think of? Well, you get the same same names that are always back. Um, Neil Josh Patrick, Gad. <clears throat> Neil Patrick Harris, no. Um, uh, John Stamos. I don't know why my computer is all of a sudden wanting to take forever uh marley matlin you know those are kind of the staples that are there every year yeah um new ones are brendan fazier evan longoria um and then i don't know anybody anybody else okay so and they do offer a dining package and pricing has been announced for the 2023 um international festival of holidays and that is the thing if you've never seen it before you want to see it always do the dining package because it's a guaranteed seat and you get really good food. It might be expensive, but it is kind of worth it. Uh, we did it for, um, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, we did it for the World of Color when we went for our anniversary because my wife is extremely short. And we went with Tim and his wife, 
and they couldn't see anything because the people are it's just it's not smart so we did that one and you can actually have the splash zone which no one stands in it so we sat there right up front and watched the whole thing so it is worth it for that um Next, we have a new light-up Hanukkah mini-ear headband at Walt Disney World for $39.99. Like I said, other cultures love seeing their stuff on here. It makes me happy. Yep, um, so you can match your backpack with your headband now. Hey, that's right, because they did the backpack last week. Yep. Um, we got a full list of Easter eggs in Journey of the Water inspired by Moana. Eh. This one, that's, though. That's cool. Tim's going to love this one. The new wine cart debuts at the Italy Pavilion in Epcot. Yeah, we'll see what they have. How do they have a didn't have a wine cart, but they had a sake cart in Japan? That's weird. Yeah, yeah, but think think about it. Like sake, it's more, you know, slam it and go. Or wine, you're sitting True. there. You know, you're more there for you know, um, you know, sipping it, enjoying the ambiance, um, you know, kind of taking it in. So. I mean, it is cool, but the thing is, is you get you get all the people that all they want to do is kind of just drink around the world. So I don't want if I'm sitting there in the back counter ordering, you know, wine and maybe asking if it's a sommelier that's pouring it or somebody that just knows, you know, a little bit of wine. And I'm sitting there asking them questions about the wine and wanting to know about it because it's wine from Italy. Uh, and they also, I'm, I think they had. Um, some American wines, like Italian-inspired um, American mm-hmm. wines is there, but most of them are from Italy. So it's like, oh, hey. And if you get somebody there that just wants to, hey, give me wine and, you know, slam and get back, I don't want it. I don't want to be standing next to them. That's not your normal, stereotypical wine consumer. So, you know, I want to know more about it. But then again, that's the industry that I work in. So, Well, and I do know, like, from the guys that I've, I talked to when I was at Disneyland in January, one of the dudes who – seemed like he was well to do was like they have like a super rare wine at Disneyland. Like they get high quality product that mm-hmm. you can only get there. So like you said, I hope they have a sommelier because everything else seems pretty authentic or at least an Italian person who knows the wine they're serving because it'll make it more authentic. Right. Um lastly, Disney World is doing it again. Guests defecated in queue of Big Thunder Mountain Railroad at Magic Kingdom. I don't know what. Uh, I don't know, go. man. I don't know, man. So, oh, I think was this the one? Um, oh, of course not that one. Let me see. Oh, wait, let me see really quick. Um, let me see. Oh, my gosh. So I guess they were in line, you know, one of these, you know, Reddit forms or whatnot in June. Strong smell of poop. Cast members were searching in line for poop with flashlights but couldn't find it. Well, the poop was found back in back in the line, but the poop was also on all of our shoes. So the whole place smelled of poop and was spread throughout the entire line. And I wonder if it was. um, Of course, was the wildest thing that happened to you. Um, but I wonder if it was, uh, you know, a kid, uh, or what, you know, you never know it was, you know, was it somebody that had a, you know, a medical issue and whatnot, or was it just, I'm not getting out of line. I'm just going to let one go over here. But anyways, there you go. No bueno. No bueno. Um, could you but could you imagine that you're like man why does it smell like poop and you look down and you got it all over your shoes and it's not like a animal fecal matter on it okay i get that you know you step in it whatever but human it's like come on just That's go to almost throw throw the shoes away go to san francisco and you'll you'll see that on the ground yeah but you know that's normal Um, next we're going to Disneyland pile, uh, Disneyland resort 
one day on multi-day ticket prices prices increased uh parking prices have been raised genie plus prices have been raised and the magic keys have been uh increased yeah no they just uh price hike which you know everyone's like oh my gosh they do it and you look back historically this is the time of year that they've that they've done it so you can't be surprised um about it thankfully the the magic key the top tier and the lowest tier only went up 50 bucks total and then the two middle tiers went up 150 dollars. so at least well for me it's not that bad at least it was one of the lower prices raised but then again it's a price raised yeah yeah um Next, Mickey, we talked about that actually this last last week, how they added Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway and the Little Mermaid have moved to Genie Plus, which yep. I don't so agree those with. those lines are now going to get huge. even longer. Yep. Um, Parkside Market announced for Downtown Disney District will bring four new dining concepts. Um, those are the ones that do like, they're almost like... Uh, like food truck-esque type deals. Yeah, it's like crab quick like the things are just kind of sitting there like sandwich style burrito style stuff so that's kind of cool yeah and Um, this is going where they're doing the um obviously where the new construction's at mm -hmm. uh as well and i think it's going to be like an asian one a chicken one um and i can't remember to be honest i can't remember the other two so but it's cool that i don't think i mean we knew that there was new dining stuff coming um besides like the big uh like sit down bigger restaurants that were coming so it's cool Mm -hmm. to have these ones kind of smaller uh grab and go which you're seeing a lot of like ballparks and you know areas like that doing these type of deals so but i i don't know if it's going to be like like food carts or if it's actually going to be um buildings but more so like grab and go or if it's going to be like a uh, like an earl sandwich where it is a a permanent structure but it's not like that big and it's more so outdoor seating yeah i think it might be i have a feeling it's going to be kind of like the like a, almost like an airport kiosk type thingy where you have the you walk in and it's kind of small and it's quick grab and go food is what it sounds like but oh i mean you never know it could be bigger right yeah yes yeah, so it's going to be korean rice bowls um sip and saunder whatever that is signature lattes fresh treats frozen drinks caribbean inspired bites chicken shop and a second story bar be an alfresca spot offering great views to sip signature craft cocktails and mocktails from mixologist actually that one would be cool depending on what your view is uh yeah 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 i don't know I, I I like all that kind of food, and I will say I did like um, when I was there for the Chinese New Year. Man, it the food was phenomenal. So they're not going to yeah. do anything bad there. It's it's always pretty good. Right. Um, effect testing is underway at Adventureland Treehouse in Disneyland. So hopefully that's going to be open soon. Mm-hmm. Um, you can meet Loki and Ob in Adventures Campus at Cal- Disney's California Adventure. For those that don't know, Ob is ki hu kwan's character on the loki show so um that's kind of cool he's an american amazing character on there um the golden horseshoe at disneyland reopens with new flooring that's my go-to place to get chicken strips because they're phenomenal and, and the kid loves corn dogs they have corn right. dogs there and the lane's not that long and you have nice no. inside seating as well and you can even go outside and get the food because they have it on inside and outside so yep um new mickey mouse toy soldier popcorn bucket comes to disneyland for 2023 holiday season which, you know, we uh, always get that right about now. And new glass panel fences out installed outside Trader Sam's and Chana Tiki Bar at Disneyland Hotel. Now, is that to keep people out or? I think what it was is uh, now with that DVC tower there, I think it has uh... something to kind of do with that. So I don't know if it is a um, like people... more so a barrier because of yeah. alcohol. Yeah. Um, but it says glass panel fence adds more modern um, 
uh, more modern. Uh, oh, I can't even why can't I think uh, vibe and tradition like a normal tiki because they usually aesthetic. Add, there we go. Jeez. They they usually add that kind of stuff too when they have big releases because they know it's gonna be packed and they don't want people spilling out into the walkway with alcohol. So it might be a little double whammy. Right. Yeah. So instead of it being open air, it's more so. And it's not like the glass goes all the way up because they have the tiki torches out there. They go about halfway up on the tiki torches. So obviously if you're sitting down, um, whether it's in those kind of uh, bench seating or just a normal chair, you're it's probably going to come up to the top of your head, maybe a little bit higher than that. So when you stand up, obviously you could like see over it. Yeah. Uh, City of Anaheim releases concept art showcasing potential new parking structure as part of Design Forward. Let's just tell people now, whatever they're releasing, that's it, going to happen. Because if the city's releasing it, Disney's going to go, okay, let's, let's do it. So, yeah, it's it's the city doing it, not Disney, which before it was Disney did it with you know a not-so-favorable uh, city council. So it's very interesting um on it because they're going to need uh more parking spots because of where they're doing the disneyland forward it's taking up parking lots yep so that's all they're doing right now um and last on our list we have a new ursula inspired tiki mug coming to trader sam's at disneyland so another reason why they want to block stuff off because um it we do have the problem of you know People want to go there. That's that's what their big thing is. Is is it's insane what they do at Trader Sam's. Like just the cool stuff they release and whatnot. It's it's super cool. And this one's cool too because it's like the it's like the tentacles coming up, and then it forms the uh, the cup on it. So it's it's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. So um, that's all we got for you this week. It's greatly appreciated for everyone coming through. Um, Mr. Stranger, Mr. B, Connor from ConCon's Cantina, it is greatly appreciated. Thank you guys always for coming through and listening. Um, make sure you like us wherever you find us. Our Facebook page has been a lot more active with postings on there. So you can find everything you need there at linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E slash FOMOcast gaming. Uh, for the FOMOcast, I'm Chris. And I'm Tim. And we will see you guys next time. <laughs>